0: Doctor, good morning, good morning. Coming to you live from my bed. <laughs> What's up? This is Sage. It's been a while, a long time coming, sitting here, snacking on an oatmeal pie, sipping on aloe water, mango flavor, of course. As you can see, this is my first episode, kind of nervous. Don't know what to be nervous about, but, you know, I don't like the sound of my own voice. So, <laughs> I'm trying to get this as quick as possible. Today's topic, we're going to be talking about awareness. If you hear somebody in the background, it's my roommate. He's working out. <laughs> but... <sighs> Get to this topic. It's controversial. This is not for the faint of heart. I do curse. So hide your kids, hide your wives, if you don't want them hearing any explicit language. Although today's topic, I don't think that'll be necessary. But uh, we're going to talk about the first time I actually came into awareness. This was back in 2013. And this was not an awareness of just being aware that I'm alive, but more so an awareness of the fact we've all been lied to since before we were born, actually. But before I get into this, tell you a little bit about me and how I got the name Sage. Sage is a cosmology name or cosmic name from the universe itself. It is a part of my genetic blueprint or fingerprint, if you will, of the stars and the alignment of when I was born. I was born on 12.12 at 11.11 universal time, which is 6.11, what, I guess, United States, um, East Coast time. So, I am a Sag, as you know. Sage sun, Sage Rising, Gemini Moon. Um, Sage is literally the abbreviation of the first two letters of each of those signs because they make up my sun and moon as a star child. So Sag Sun, Gemini Moon, or Sag Rising, Gemini Moon, S A G E equals Sage. That's where that comes from. I do follow metaphysical properties of Numerology, astrology, and cometic science, things of that nature. Um, if you are trying to find out more about yourself and who you are on this planet and time in this plane of existence, which is what I call the simulation, the great simulation, you should probably start looking into these things. It is in the Bible. It is also in most holy books, but that's another controversial topic for another day. Like I said, today we are going to talk about the first time I walked into awareness of who I was. And I'm going to take you back a little bit to 2013. Um, Time for me is uh, pretty much non-existent, but I use these terms for those that are on their path of knowing. Also, if you haven't... um, If you don't know where I'm at on social media, uh, check out Sage Coven. That's S-A-6-E-C-O-V-6-N at Instagram.com, Sage Coven. That page is not a personal page. It's more so a sharing page. It's a digital archive of nothing but knowledge, memes to make you think. I usually share most of everybody else's uh, work and... I guess conclusions to what they believe in in their mind. So that page is very informative, it's very eye opening, and it's pretty much allowing people to shift the paradigm when they're stressed out, depressed. It is literally just a page of support, literally. There's, I mean, you'll find very few things of my personal and private life on there, but um, if you want a more personal understanding of who I am, then you would go find, you would go to, you would at Pathfinder Visions. That's P-A-T-H, Finders, um, F-I-N-D-E-R, Visions, V-I-S-I-O-N-S, that is my photography page and a lot more personal with what I'm doing on my daily today activities. Um, You will see a lot of my daughter on there, so uh, yeah, sorry. (laughs) She's first and foremost everything, so yeah, but back to the topic at hand, we're going to talk about the first day that SAGE became SAGE, which was... Early spring, late winter of 2013. So this is there's going to be a lot of uh, back and forth in time jumping, um, and that's also another topic for another uh, day. But the time now is 8:55, March 28th, Thursday, 2019. Mercury just went direct. We are now entering the shadow period for the next two to three weeks. So there will be some residual energy that is going to be affecting your every day-to-day. It'll lessen as we get closer and closer into April. This is the beginning of the new year of 2019 for those that follow the original calendar of the cosmology. So, I think I was, what, 23 at the time? I was dating a Gemini. Shout out to all the Geminis around the world. Y'all are dope as fuck. Um, Gemini gang always. (laughs) Dating a Gemini at the time, we were going to church. And one of these Sundays that we went, she brought a friend who will not be named due to um, just, you know, out of courtesy. Neither. I don't really name Many of the people I'm around because it's to protect them as well as it's because it's common courtesy so I will probably refer to them as zodiac signs versus um their actual names unless I have nicknames for them but um it's Gemini that I was dating we were like best friends in my eyes like best friends <laughs> and um I had just recently gotten out of a Horrible twin flame relationship. It wasn't horrible. The relationship was awesome. It was it was it was just a twin flame relationship. If you have a twin flame or if you're dealing with a twin flame, you know what that means. Um, we went to church on a Sunday. She was not saved. I supposedly was like, and I say supposedly very faint heartedly because you know the term. You you get saved when you're little and baptized and all that. Well, she wasn't raised the way I was raised. I was ra- I come from a Christian background, a very Orthodox religious background she was more of a free spirit one of the rave chicks and I want to talk about the days that happened that led up to this event so we go to church this Sunday and the girls with us in the Gemini and they decide to go up and get saved or whatever and then the pastor lays hands on them and I'm sitting in the back and I'm proud as hell they walk back and her friend is in this trance and the girl sits down next to me and we're like why isn't she sitting down and she's just like staring off into space or whatever and then she looks at me and she goes what did she say um well she looks at the girl and she, she goes she looks at the gemini and she says you need to watch birth control and then she looks at me and she says and you're going to meet sam and i kind of bust out laughing um Sam was a friend of the Geminis who had passed um my condolences, of course, if you're listening to this she passed uh maybe a year or two before me and her met and it was we were in the all all of us were in the Navy we all worked together and um this is somebody I never met before, and of course she was dead, so when the girl said that I was going to meet her, I looked at her like she was You know, fucking crazy, and I was like, "Yeah, okay," (laughs) you know, yeah. Nobody has that power, but um. Anyway, long story short, we go to church service. We get told this by her friend, and then nothing happens. You know, so I'm just like, "Okay, what was that about?" Maybe it was just, you know, church. Just you know, church being weird. But God doesn't work like that. And as I get into the story, you'll soon find out why. By this time. I wasn't really a heavy um, smoker with weed. I was always smoking black and milds. But at this point, around this time, this was the, my, my introduction to uh, marijuana um, out in California, San Diego. You know, it was legal as hell and all of that. And we ended up taking a trip to a rave, I think, if I'm not mistaken. I don't know if that was the same week or if that was the week after. But we get up, we go to Riverside, I meet a friend, and it's the first time I smoke a blunt. And they were growing their own weed or whatever. And so I watch them roll it, you know, I'm paranoid as hell, you know, I want to do this. But at the same time, it's like, oh no, I just got out the military, I just started college. So, you know, it's just like, screw it, why not? Well, my first weed experience was pretty dope, as I can say. So, I smoke. The other people, they go in the backyard. She goes outside. And I'm just sitting on the couch, and I'm just stuck. And I'm just like, wow, this is what this feels like. This is pretty cool, right? Wrong. Um, <laughs> I lay down because I got tired. And as I'm laying down, I fall into this deep sleep. All of a sudden some girl calls my name angel come outside so I wake up and I look around I'm like what the fuck it was loud as hell but there was nobody in the house so I'm tripping I'm automatically thinking it's paranoia you know um, I'm just like fuck why did I smoke I'm, I'm you know I'm the, I'm the saved devout Christian so I'm scared as hell I'm 23 years old smoking weed doing things that I'm not supposed to be doing and it's just like what is this oh no you know and there's nobody there. So I'm like, I'm really tripping. I watched the roll it, but there was nothing laced. So what the fuck? So I, I close my eyes and I go back to sleep. And by this time, maybe 20 minutes have passed. And then I hear it again. Angel, come outside. And I look around and I'm like, what the fuck? There's nobody in here. Am I tripping? I'm hearing voices. Everybody else is outside in the backyard or out in the front. And there's nobody in the room. So, I lay back down and close my eyes. By this time, I'm sobering up because it's just like, nah, fuck this. (laughs) You know, uh, I'm, like, once my mind becomes aware and becomes alert, I just, like, it doesn't matter if I was drinking or not. I'm just up or if I'm smoking. So, there's no alcohol involved right now. And we're chilling. Well, I'm chilling. She's outside. And basically third time happens, my voice, or the name gets called, Angel come outside. Angel is a nickname by the way, it was a name that I was given when I was about five, six years old because I used to sing all the time and I was a singer and so growing up all through my childhood from like five to about seventeen I would sing all around the state of Texas and for church and things like that. And all my graduations I was the singer, I did the solos and stuff. But to stay back on top, that name came from spirit. I think my mom lost somebody, and I saw her spirit rise, and when it rose, she called me Angel, and then she kept going. And I never discussed this with my mom, but it's just something that happened to me as little, and it just stuck with me. And then from that day forward, people called me Angel because I asked them to, and it just stuck. But um, so the third time my name gets called, My body automatically gets up and walks to the front door, and I open it, and I just walk out, and I look to my left, and the car is on the curbside parked, and there's this golden transparent being, and they're in the driver's seat, but the windows are tinted, but I can see it, so I walk up to the car slow as hell, because I'm thinking it's the Gemini, and then when I look inside the car, there's nobody in there. And I'm like, what the fuck is this? You know, I'm, I'm starting to trip, I'm scared as fuck. So I, I back away from the car, I turn around, I start walking and head towards the front door of the house that we were staying in. And then all of a sudden I hear her say, hey, I'm over here. And I'm like, what the fuck? So I walk over behind two cars and she's sitting in the driveway and Indian style. And I'm like, how did you know I was out here? She was like, don't worry about that, sit down. And so I sit down and I laid my head down on the concrete and this is where the journey begins. By this time, of course, I've sobered up and I'm just paranoid. I haven't even told her I'm freaking out and I don't want to smoke or anything like that. But she's sitting um, Indian style and she's just sitting there. And as soon as my head hits the concrete, It doesn't hit it hard. It's like I literally just sat down and then laid back. And uh, she was looking at the stars, so I started looking at the stars. But as soon as my head is concrete, there's this surge of energy that just happens to my body. And I fly out of the middle of my forehead and all of a sudden I see my body on the ground. I see her sitting Indian style and I become the wind, the birds, like the whole environment. It's just like I'm free. And I'm like, what is this? And then all of a sudden there's this blue white light that is just like sitting in the sky and I shoot towards it and I enter it and it's like an orb. But there's no platform. I just walked into it. And as I go inside of it, it's a whole nother world. There's a multicolored sky. There's butterflies and all kinds of animals and things at this nature. Um, just just you know, just it's totally uninhabited. And in the far, far distance, there's like a city, and it's all translucent, blue, white, and just silver. And the sky is so many colors, it's, it's hard to explain, but it's vivid as hell. It's like walking into the Avatar world. And basically, I get overwhelmed with such peace. I'm glowing, I'm golden, and I have this purple robe on, and I'm just sitting there, and it's like, where am I? And I look down and the the land is like, there's grass on the land, but it's translucent. And I look down and I can see my body on the ground. And I can see the Gemini sitting there still Indian style. And my eyes are open, but I'm not talking. And she just starts crying. And as she's crying, I don't know what's going on with her. I'm looking around where I'm at and there's this girl running around this one huge butterfly. And she walks up to me, she puts her hand out, and the girl is, it's like, I can't tell if if it's a girl, I just know it was a female because of the hair. But her hair is long and blonde and golden and she's wearing all white and blue silver clothes, like, it's kinda like freaking Jesus clothes or some religious type wear. But she's happy as hell, she looks like a child, and I can tell she's got these big eyes and she puts her hand out and as soon as she puts her hand out my hand goes out and it links and like we're holding each other's hand but all of a sudden it's like t- telepathy like her thoughts are entering my head and I'm talking to her verbally and she's talking to me and she goes hi how are you and I'm like uh did i die and she's like no you're not dead <laughs> and i look down and i'm like well where the hell am i what's happening and she's like don't worry calm down don't freak out She's like just take it all in and i breathe and it's just peaceful as hell and i look down in my at the body that i'm in and it's transparent It it's like translucent but it's golden it's like a energy field or whatever and she goes, my name is Sam. And immediately when she said this, there's this picture in my head of the day that we were at church. And the girl said, you were going to meet Sam. And I was just like, holy fuck, I died. Like, what happened? <laughs> like, you know, I start freaking out. And she's like, calm down. You're not dead. You're not. You're here for a reason. And basically, this is where it got interesting. She was just like, um, yeah, you're here for a reason. And I looked down and I said, well, how am I here if I'm not dead? And she was just like, because you've been summoned. And I didn't know what that meant. And I was like, what is this called? And she was like, well, this is astral traveling, but you're not astral traveling because you didn't force yourself out. You were pulled out. I said, by who? And she was like, what you call God. And I was like, well, why am I here? And she explained it, that I was there as a messenger. I was being used as a vessel to help this Gemini and she was like basically you're here because I need to talk to her I was like why can't you do it on your own of course and she didn't give me an answer but she said it doesn't matter Um, I have some things I need to tell you before I talk to her and this is where I got all my information about Earth Angels, Sirius, Sirius A, Sirius B, the planetary wars that have been going on for years right in front of us and we didn't see them. And she broke it down to me, she was just like, You're an earth angel. That's what you are, that's what you've always been. That's why you've always felt outsided and like the black sheep and just different. Because you are different. You're not you're you're half human and you're half angel. And it's not a bad thing. It doesn't mean you're a fallen angel. It you she even gave me scriptures in the Bible, references to like Hebrews and how God places angels and of people and they don't even know that they're there they don't know why they're there they're just their own mission you know so this is very controversial it's pretty hard to talk about because i know once you start listening to this you're like okay this guy's crazy but if you've read the gospel of thomas you kind of know what i'm talking about you'll understand the story of jesus christ and his crucifixion and him ascending and descending into hell and heaven if you haven't read it you need to go get that book and read it there are a lot of books that are missing out of the bible and one of those books that explains the whole basis of religion is the gospel of thomas um basically what happened was uh she called me an earth angel she told me that I came from Sirius and that I was on mission I am the ambassador of a, uh the ambassador's son and that I am actually from a descendant of royalty and that I had came, I, well, I got trapped here. And that's a whole nother topic of trapped light and what that means. But she explained to me that there were going to be three references that I would run into once this meeting was over. One of those reference points was the Lost Books of the Bible. Another reference point was Doreen Virtue, who is basically one of the assistants with all indigos, Star Seeds, and um, crystal children. And then she mentioned Amber Khan. And I didn't know who that was. I thought it was a, a restaurant, honestly. And um, I didn't find her until like maybe a couple months after that. I stumbled across her YouTube page. Amber Khan is... Um, the owner and creator of the quietest revolution and if you're not following her you can follow her on instagram at ambercon or at the quietest revolution she is basically my godmother basically and that's what i say but um my cosmology godmother like astrologically that is my godmother i don't really go to her for tarot if she uses tarot to read i have my own tarot reader but she breaks it down in an astrological sense that makes so much more sense. Um, honestly, you got to follow her. She she helped me a lot with a lot of inner healing. Um, and she doesn't even know it. I've never met her. But I've met her in the astral a couple of times. So that's pretty cool. Um, to stay back on topic, um, Sam told me that I was an earth angel and that I was here to help raise the consciousness of the human earthlings. She didn't call them humans. She called them earthlings and that I had a choice to participate in this. So I was actually being told to remember that I volunteered and that I had a choice in the matter. And the choice was I could stay on earth and help, or I could go with the people behind her, which was, they were in the further, they were further away. And um, basically they wore these white robes they had blue and purple like head on, and all this other stuff um there were a lot of dogs that were running around and the dogs were huskies they looked like uh wolves but they were like people and they would walk around and they would just climb trees and just sit there and they were listening and she said these are syrians and this is your actual people this is where you come from and, like, their skin was transparent, but it looked like it had the form of, like, our type of skin. But it was covered in, like, ink. I don't know if it was ink or light, but it was, like, henna tattoos. They were golden. And they had all long hair. They had these piercings. And they had pointed ears and, um, you know, fangs as teeth. Not, like, ugly fangs, but, like, they had, like, poor fanged teeth. But they were humanoids, and they could change. Like, they could um, change into uh, water animals and just regular people. There there were lakes everywhere, and they were swimming around. And it just looked like a resort and a peaceful place. Like, I didn't want to leave. Honestly, I did not want to leave. But as the moment they said that I had a choice, or she said that I had a choice, I thought about my daughter, and I was like, yeah, I got to go back. Uh, I can't be here, (laughs) you know because um, I was I was still scared I, I felt like I died and then I, I asked her I, I was like why did I get chosen and she was just like because of your faith and how you feel about humanity and you have a big heart and you were basically chosen for this mission because you were going to be helped leading the children that are coming in on the uh, I guess the rainbow waves to heal the earth and I didn't understand what that meant at the time. I was 23 years old, you know, I'm I'm trying to be saved by Christ, so I'm thinking most of this stuff is the devil and it's just all bad. But I didn't feel bad and they didn't show any violence, they didn't show any miserable things, so it was just like, get out of your head, stop being closed-minded and just listen. And I had to humble myself right then and there and I just listened to her. And so she begins to talk and she begins to tell me about Sirius, and she begins to tell me about how Earth Angels take the form of humans. And as they take the form of humans, they, um, hold on a second, hold on. Hold on. Yeah. They take the form of humans, and um, after they take the form of humans, They are sent down to pretty much, they're assigned to a group of people who they help and there's no getting away from it and they stay on mission and they just do what they have to do. So after she tells me this, she gave me references, she was just like, you're going to be working in videography, photography, film, but you're also a counselor, you're a healer. There's a lot of things that you're going to have to do. And your path will take you along this road as you will see it open up before you and and telling me that that is uh, And telling me that that is um basically what has happened in the past what seven years since it were just happened in thirteen we're in nineteen now, so six years um, and for the first part, I didn't really want to believe anything that happened. But uh, while this was happening, of course, I can see under my feet through the transluid land and my body is still fine. I'm still breathing. Everything's OK. So I'm thinking this is just something in my head. And <clears throat> she basically referenced the Hancock movie and was like, if you want to know more about what you are, go watch the movie. Um, I need to speak to... The Gemini now <clears throat> so as soon as she says this of course this this clear blue like bird bath type vase pops up out of the ground it's kind of like the penisee even Harry Potter and it opens up th- from the ground but it also opens up the ground and so like the translucent um, land under my feet opens up and you look down and there is this like it's just clear as hell and it's like basically if you jump down you would fall back to earth and as I look through it she squeezes my hand and all of a sudden we go from being in the sky to being the environment to now I'm back in my body and she is still there it's 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 hard to explain it's like I'm in three places at one time it's weird and it's like layered. It go, the, the further down I go, the, 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 hev- the heavier it gets. But I'm still at the top looking down. And all of a sudden, my body, my voice comes out. It's my voice. It's moving. It's talking. But it's not me. It's her. She's just holding my hand. And she's talking. But it's my voice on earth that's coming out. And she's like, all I remember is I could see my body shaking, and I was just like, hi T, and all of a sudden I can hear the Gemini's voice, like loud as, clear as day, talking to me verbally. But the problem was, she was not talking; she was thinking. Like it was telepath, it was telepathy. She's talking, in her head, and. I'm verbally answering everything and responding to her verbally. And basically the conversation was more along the lines of those two. And she was just like, it's Sam. I'm fine. I'm okay. Everything's fine. Why are you worried? And they just had this long ass conversation. It felt like hours when I was up there. And it was probably only 20 minutes. And I know this happened because there was a memory that they had together that i was never told about and i still remember it as if i was there and if you ever if she ever hears this episode she knows what i'm talking about this was very private matter that happened that night but i guess the time was around 11 o'clock and so they're talking and it it was just insane (laughs) like she told her she was an earth angel and um that she is not from where she thinks she's from and that she's fine she did you know there was personal details about how she passed that they talked about and what happened she got confirmation basically and then after that like i was like vacuumed back into my body it was like i was just sucked down so fast it was it happened before, like faster than a blink of an eye i was just up and then i was down and when i was down i shot up and i was like nigga what the fuck was that And she was just like, well, before you came out here, I had prayed to God that I wanted to know if God was real so I could talk to Sam and if she would hear me. And I was all like, what the fuck? You know, because I was unaware of this before I went up. So it was just like I was really just used as a vessel. I I, I was, you know, I was used as a vessel. So... After this happens, of course, I'm in shock. I'm tripping. Everything that I know to be true about the world is just totally flipped on its head. You know, I'm, <laughs> I'm scared as fuck. Like, this is the... I've had many encounters, but this was the first encounter where I was pulled out of my body or summoned, as she said, and told what to do, why I'm doing it, and what was happening. And the hardest part about it was I could not prove it to anybody except for the people that were involved. And they don't speak on it because it's, it's, I mean, it's taboo and it's like, dude, he's the crazy person. You know what I'm saying? It's easier to believe somebody's crazy versus letting them see the truth. So of course we go back in the house. I'm still mind blown by what everything has happened. And of course, um, she ends up, uh, bringing in everybody else that were in the backyard, Well, they come in, and when they come in, they sit down on the couch in front of us, and basically, I'm talking to them, and all of a sudden, I just start hitting them in the heart heart chakra, and this is literally the first time I came into awareness and how powerful I was, um... One of the guys, he had something going on personally that he never told anybody, and I just I just read it out loud, and I told him that he needed to do this. And, of course, it freaked them out. They were like, what the fuck? How does he know this, and who is he? And then, of course, the Gemini, she's over here like, look, calm down. This is just who he is. He's just very spiritual and all these other things. And I'm just like, nigga, I don't even know what I'm doing right now. Like, this is just happening. It's just like one of those things where you're You're overtaken by I guess what most people call the Holy Spirit, and you just talk because to me it was like this isn't my doing this is it has to be God you know this was a destined conversation it was syncrosity that's what my that, it was my first time understanding what syncrosity was, so a lot of you are probably going through similar situations or have gone through a similar situation where nobody believes you or Something that you cannot explain or you're scared to explain to the world has happened to you because it's it it's so far-fetched from what we've been taught about this place, about this world, about this simulation. And I am just telling you my personal experience on the first day that I actually came into true awareness of what we all call awakening. I don't really like to use the words woke or wake. Because it's magic, it's spells, and that literally means you're dead. But that's another story for another topic. There will be many more topics to come if this takes off the way I know it's supposed to. So, um, again, more things happened that night. Um, There was that. There was also the descension phase. And that's why I tell people if you're a light worker, star seed, earth angel, whatever you claim to be. Duality does exist, but we're walking into non-duality now. So you should not fear the darkness. I went up, but I also went down. So when I went down, it was because we went into the room, we started messing around, making out. And little did I know that my heart was tied to someone else at the time. But mentally and physically, I was living out another life with this Gemini because that's who I moved on to because my ex at the time was dating someone else and we were on two sides of the country. We were on the West Coast. She was on the East Coast. Now, this ex of mine, her astrology is crazy. Her Zodiac um, is Capricorn and Taurus and Leo and it's just crazy because... It gets deeper than just love and light, and you have a mission. For every positive thing you have to do, there's also a negative to counteract it. And I, at the time, had no idea what blood magic was or that it was ever used on me. And um, like I said, I got pulled out, I got sent up, and then I got sent down. Now, how I got sent down, me and the girl were messing around the Gemini. And out of nowhere, my eyes blacked out. And when they blacked out, yeah, when they blacked out, um, what happened was uh, basically this voice comes out of nowhere and goes, who are you making love to? And I opened my eyes and I went from being in Richmond, Virginia, I mean from Riverside, California, To somewhere in Virginia Beach, Virginia In her room, her dorm, my ex's dorm And I'm there Laying on the bed But instead of the Gemini on top of me It's her And she's staring at me And she's staring at me so evil-like And I'm just like, what the fuck Where the fuck am I and how am I here And she's just looking at me So I'm scared as shit Because (laughs) I'm sober as fuck And this is happening to me all in the same night, you know, I mean, it was just back to back to back. I think we did. I don't even think we went to sleep that night. We just stayed up. We're, that's how strong the spirit was. And I'm looking at this this woman and all of a sudden I feel the smack to my face and I open my eyes again and it's the Gemini. And I'm like, what the fuck was that? And she was just like, don't worry. I know you said her name. It's okay calm down and I'm like bro I was just I was I was just there like what the fuck it was like I literally went from being on the west coast to the east coast within a blink of an eye I just closed my eyes for a second heard a voice I opened them and I was somewhere else it was weird and then there's a butterfly trapped in the room and it's flying around and I'm trying to figure out what the hell this is and so she tries to calm me down, she starts like playing in my hair, and then she lays on my chest and she's just crying about everything that's happened. And this is the Gemini that I'm talking about. And then all of a sudden we start making out again and we're chilling and my eyes black out again. I roll, like my head falls back, my eyes roll in the back of my head and they go black. And basically when I black out, the voice comes, who are you making love to? And I open them. And I'm again in Virginia and I'm sitting on this bed laying down and this woman, my ex, is sitting on top of me staring at me like she's about to fucking kill me with the most demonic face ever. And I'm just like, yo, I immediately hop up out of the bed and I'm just like, Jesus, God, Jesus, God, I don't want to do this anymore. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm just like, what the fuck? And, um... By the way, just in case it needs to be said, yes, I was married at the time, but, um, I was married at the time, but me and my wife were separated. We had been separated. This is 13, so we had been separated since 2009. Uh, the marriage had not been, um, fully divorced yet. So, like, we both already had our own things going on. I think she was having her second child by this time. Um, while this is happening, the, um, ex is staring at me i jump out of the bed i'm screaming plead the blood of jesus or whatever she just gets starts smiling and then out of nowhere like i fall and when i get up i'm back in riverside california and to me it's just sitting on the bed damn i said her name <laughs> the gemini is just sitting on her bed her name means time though which is funny and she's actually egyptian and um I forgot what her other nationality was. She was like a mixed breed, a Hungarian or something like that. And she's sitting on the bed. And as she sits on the bed, she just looks disappointed and she's sad. But she's just like, I know what's going on. It's okay. And at the time, I didn't know anything. You know, this girl knew way more than I did, obviously. <laughs> because right after me and her broke up, She ends up married, and she's been happily married ever since. So, obviously, that was God showing her something about me that was not meant for her, and it was only meant for me. But, like I said, the butterfly was still in the room flying around, and then it lands on my leg, and as soon as it lands on my leg, my, I guess you would say my third eye opened again, and, like, there's this girl, Sam, who comes out of nowhere. She just appears... And I can hear her talking to me. And like the room just gets really, really hot. But my my skin is hot and burning up, but the inside is cold as fuck. And the butterfly is just sitting there. And as soon as it sits on my leg, she appears out of nowhere. And she says, you have always had the gift of sight. But now I must warn you and tell you about the other realms and the other things that are happening around you. You're going to have to go through seven levels. And I didn't understand what she meant at the time. But going through this, she says um, basically that I ended up um, in purgatory. And while I'm in purgatory, I well, the Gemini who's there, she, was, she could hear her too. And she was like, um, ba- basically what happened was I ended up calling my ex at this time. And I think it's like three in the morning, so it'll be four in the morning over there, on her side at the time, and I call her and she basically says, "Um, she wakes up, and as I called her, the room goes pitch black again, and then all of a sudden I'm walking down this dark hallway, there's a light at the end of it and this man walks up to me and he literally like jumps down my throat like it was a spirit and when he does this it's calming but cold like I don't know if that makes any sense to you guys but it did to me at the time it didn't but after hindsight it did and basically what happened was um what happened was uh apparently I had called my ex and Her dad, who died, was talking through me to her, telling her to pray for me because I was dying. And she prayed because I remember uh, the Gemini saying that she prayed and I eventually came to. Somehow I blacked out in all of this when the butterfly landed on my leg and I could see Sam talking to me and telling me all these things and then... The Gemini could hear her saying these things. It, it was just a crazy experience. But <clears throat> I will get into what that means in another podcast. Right now is not the time because it's controversial as fuck. And there are a lot of things that are involved with these types of incidents for psychics, tele- telepaths, and angel, earth angels, and starseeds, whatever you call yourselves these days. So I'm telling you all this to let you know If you want to be grounded and know who you are, you're going to have to take risk and jump off the cliff of what society calls the norm and go into the unknown. And you have to trust that God will always be with you and that you are not lost and that you will not be left behind because some of you are meant to be the innovators and creators of the new paradigm, which is one of the things that I do. And you are meant to guide from behind the scenes and help those who have gone through similar experiences and who are, keep going, who are going to keep going through these experiences as the paradigm shifts into a different realm and different nature. A dead person does not know they're dead, just like a stupid person doesn't know they're stupid. Death doesn't hit you like you die and then you're like, oh, shit, I'm dead. No, you're not going to know. You could cross over and not even know you're dead. You know what I'm saying? So, I'm not saying that I died. I didn't, obviously. But I will say that I was in a different realm of existence that is right in front of our face that we can't see. What some would call the spiritual realm or the astral realm. I did not astral travel in the sense of willing myself out. I was pulled out. And I was pulled out by my God. And this was the lower level before the higher levels. There are levels to this stuff. Um... You're not going to get it all at once, and you're not going to figure everything out. It took me years of pure meditation and trying to understand what was happening to me, and I was just being called. That's all it was. And now that I'm walking into that, <clears throat> the time has come to where it's time for me to be revealed. Um, I was marked on my forehead in the middle of between my eyes Um, by Sam. She marked me. She said it was called the Syrian... Um, seal of uh, serenity and sovereignty or whatever. But it's basically one of the seals of the 144,000. So now you see why I really don't come forward with a lot of information because it's very controversial. What's for me is for me. What's for you is for you. But you will find similarities. I can tell you to reference the book, The Gospel of Thomas or other books like the lost books of Adam and Eve. And they will paint a picture of what the Bible does not include and why it doesn't include it. When you read it from front to back, all of these books in order, chronological order and correct time frame, you start to see that the, the story of Christ is a love story of consciousness and how your body is activated because your body is a biological battery. That's what it is. It's it's pure energy. It's pure light. The more you eat light, the more you eat watery foods, the more you eat fruits and vegetables, the higher you vibe, the higher your frequency, the more your thoughts become pure. The more you cleanse yourself on a daily, the faster and further you will start to elevate. And I had been practicing these practices since I was little. I just didn't know what it was. I was a very picky picky eater at a young age, just like my daughter. My daughter's palate is insane, but she is like very, very... Picky with food because of the people around her. Most of us are chefs, so these are some of the things that you have to learn about yourself and why you're being called into alignment with who you truly are because you have a light body. And basically, what I what happened was I was pulled out through my light body just from smoking one time, getting sober from that time because of fear, and then I was also dragged down into my. etherial body the the body after the body that comes before the flesh there are two bodies you have the body that comes after the flesh which is the light and you have the body before the flesh which is pretty much the the carbon and it's before your body takes form with the skeleton your soul is binded to all of these things it's it's through a soul cord or soul tie which is what they call when you connect with other people that's why they tell you not to have sex all the time or be careful you connect with because it's a everlasting energetic cord now i don't have any experience in spirituality teachings or any degrees in metaphysics or anything like that i am just going basically off my life experience um and from what my DNA uh, codes and numbers activated are, like I said, I was born 1212 12 at 1111. 11. Um, and my numerological code system is 36669. And that's for both of my names, Richard Sage, Angel Powell, and Richard Deontay Beverly, which I just recently discovered is my actual birth name. It is 36669. Um, if you know the numbers of those frequencies and if you know what they vibe on and why they vibe on those numbers, you'll understand the God frequency. You'll understand what that stuff means. But um, this was basically the first episode of um, hopefully many more to come. And I don't want to freak anybody out. Again, this is Sage Coven Serious Radio. I am an Earth angel. I do come from Sirius A. I my I was relocated to Sirius B after the explosion. One of my first earliest memories of being here on this planet was there was something going on on a red planet. It was exploding. There was a war going on apparently, and um, there were kids that needed to be saved. I was flying around. I grabbed them. I put them on this weird looking ship. They flew off. And then the planet exploded. I got hit by the debris. I fell. And when I woke up, I was in the back of a car, in a car seat, looking out my right window. It was snowing outside. We were traveling. It was dark. It was nighttime. And my cousin, Michelle, was feeding me cream of wheat with fruit cocktail. And there were two people next to me, women. I can't remember who they were, but they were, I think they were my sisters. And, um, that, that was my earliest memory. And one of the things that I was told while I was up in the stargate of Sirius or the, um, because these stars are not, they tell you they're dormant, but they're actually closer than they, they appear. And they're not balls of just gas. That's what they look like. But if you zoom in on them, they look like portals or they look like, um, just just get a telescope one day, go out to a, a star-filled sky in somewhere where there's no lights from the city and look at the stars. And when you look at them, you're going to realize that they're not what they're telling us they are. And what I found them to be was these are pockets of interdimensional travel. And you can reach them if you vibrate high enough in a conscious way to where you connect with those frequencies and you're pulled out. Now, if you are a Syrian, you will know by the way you eat, by the way you move and your intellect, the way you love, and also by the way of the colors you love to wear. Mine have always been blue, purple, and white, which is the colors of Sirius. Um, A lot of things connected for me, Um, even my avatar, is um, Anubis. Like That's the God I pray to. he is also basically my higher self, um, but if you know the story of Anubis, he is the god of the lost, he is the god of the orphans, he is the which I am, He is the god of the dead, well not the God of the dead, but the um god of embalming, but he was also the first resurrection story of Christ. He helped with the resurrection of i think it was his father and um There's a lot to know but you have to study these individual energies um it wasn't an actual person it was an energy force and that's basically been my whole life i mean the sim the synchrosities were always in front of me anubis had one daughter i have one daughter she's a libra that happens to be the scales that he used which was my which is mother and my mother's name literally my foster's mother's name which anubis was adopted into royalty just like moses just like me um my mother's name is Jacqueline the Jackal of all things so like all of these things connect but and it's funny because as you come into yourself and come into awareness of yourself you will begin to see where all of these things have been hidden in front of you and you just never realize that you're replaying a love story of time until you get out the simulation so with that being said um I hope that there will be more of these uh, podcasts and I'm pretty sure I know I'm going to make more of these podcasts if you like them. This is just one story of many, but I think like it's one of the most important stories. And again, I tell you, you need to read research for your own understanding. What I say is neither fact nor fiction, but based on interpretation to your own life experiences of what it is you are looking for on your journey. Again, you can follow me at Pathfinder Visions on Instagram, as well as Sage Coven on Instagram. Sage Coven spelled S-A-6-E-C-O-V-6-N. Again, Sage Coven is a page where most of it is just shared opinions, memes, knowledge, and it's basically a digital archive of other people's work that is um changing the paradigm and most of it is loved based and it's just to give other people a different idea of what their life could be like and then hopefully inspires them to go towards that lifestyle that they want. Pathfinder Visions is more my page privately of what I do as a person and why I do it. Um, with that being said, this is Sage Serious Radio, um, Sage Coven Serious Radio. Sorry about that. First episode of many to come. And I want to give a few shout outs to a couple people. Um, follow at the, uh, follow the quietest revolution on Instagram. Follow Amber Khan on Instagram. Follow Orianda Wellness on Instagram. Follow Nonilla on Instagram. That's N-O-N underscore I-L-L-A. Orianda and Wellness um, is a holistic healer and teacher. And then you have Amber Khan, of course. You have at the Quietest Revolution. Um, Follow at Trent the Engineer. He's one of he's probably my closest brother, but he works out of Houston. If you're into music and uh, videography things like that little understudy that I've been working with for like the last nine years that is brother from another um, follow um, wisdom strength beauty at Instagram she is also a vegan and she can help you with fruitarian and things like that these are people that have been placed in my life that I protect by prayer and just by guidance so um, and that's literally all I have to say tonight um, and with that being said Um, I wish you all blessings, peace, sovereignty, and understanding of self. And that's where we're going to leave it. Um, Change is coming. Peace.